Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hot Mike's Hot Show. Alive from New York. It's the show that is handing out a report card for the Dallas Cowboys in approximately three minutes and 30 seconds. No chance. It's I'll first take, things I'll first. Today, Bill's on parade. Does the Dallas demolition mean the Bills are back on track? Ooh. Meanwhile, another Monday, another four touchdown day from Brock Purdy that we're going to try to downplay. But did Brock <laughs> Purdy himself prove that Nick Wright was actually right? And finally, a huge win for my second favorite team oh, over my dare. favorite team. Don't you dare. Is everyone's faith oh. restored in show favorite Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs alongside Chris Broussard, who has that report card coming up in two minutes and 30 seconds. No, it'll be longer. I'm Kevin Wilds. Much Nick, longer. were you happy with the Chiefs' performance oh, of I'm our very, second favorite team? I was very happy teams. with the Chiefs' performance. I'm not so happy with you and your oh. flip-flopping. Not flip-flopping. evidenced by I've said it for years. All morning. Okay, we'll get into it wow. in 17 minutes. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> We start with the road woes. 7-0 at home for these Cowboys, bro. Oh, yeah. Three and four on the road. Yeah. The Cowboys, as an offense, uh, which rolls every tomato can in aisle four, only musters 195 yards of total offense. That's everybody. Here's Dak and Micah. Take a listen. Mm. We've got to embrace, I guess, more than anything, just being on the road, uh, being, being, I guess you could say, the underdog, um, going into somebody else's, in somebody else's uh, territory. Something I've always enjoyed, honestly. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I wish I really had an, I had an answer. Honestly, it's just unacceptable at this point. Uh, there's no excuse for it. Uh, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand it, why we're not playing well and why we're not coming together on the road. Um, it's something that we need to look at and get better because we got to go on the road next week. Okay, Brew, what grade do the Cowboys deserve for this most uh, recent performance? Well, look, I'll give my grade in a few minutes, but I, I do have to say something. <laughs> because you guys know I take this seriously. 100%. I pride myself in digging beneath the surface, mm -hmm. in seeing things that others don't see, so I can give the appropriate grade. That's yeah. Okay, I, I really take this seriously. And I got to admit, I'm embarrassed. And I'm a bit ashamed of myself because here I am, mm -hmm. the professor. Yeah. Here I am, the guy with the big red marker. Yeah. Here I am, the guy that famously yeah. called the Cowboys opponents tomato cans. Yeah. There you go, buddy, in case you needed it. And I missed it. Oh. I missed it. Well, All right, it was right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. I knew 
that they struggled on the road. I knew they lost the three-win Arizona on the road. I knew they got clobbered in San Francisco. Yeah. I knew they were a 500 team the past two years on the road. Yeah, but don't beat But it did up. not dawn on me until yesterday. I'm sitting there watching the game in Buffalo, and it the light bulb finally clicked. What was it? that? On the road. Oh, don't do it. The Dallas Cowboys are tomato cans. Oh, I see it. No. On the road, they are not at home. No. Oh, they're bad. No. They muscle up at home. <laughs> That's true. But on the road, it could be anywhere. Buffalo, Arizona, Arizona Philadelphia, where they comedically in the game. They are some tomato cans. Look at this graphic. Oh. Certifiable tomato can Atlanta. <laughs> And look at Dallas's numbers on the road. Win percentage, same. Point differential, I think a little worse. Yards per game, uh, worse. And Dak Prescott, former, should I say former MVP candidate at this point? Yeah. Is Desmond Ritter on the road? Yeah. Okay? Not winning many games this way. And let let me get one more graphic to drill at home before the grade comes. Before the grade, yeah. This... Take away the Giants on, what was that, the first game, and yep. Carolina worst team in football, and look at the Cowboys on the road. One in four, they average 15 points a game, give up basically 30. I mean, I'm sorry, this is accurate. They are tomato cans on the road. Okay. So, that being said, there is only one grade that any self-respecting professor could give the Cowboys. And this one's a whopper, gentlemen. So, clear, watch out. Watch your head, Wilds. Move the coffee. It is an F. One big, gigantic F for the Cowboys. All right. Uh, well done, Absolutely. Chris Broussard. And what is so <laughs> vexing to me. It pains me to do that. But and I, I would imagine a little vexing to you as well because – what, listen, I thought the Cowboys could win convincingly. Mm-hmm. I think I thought I, they'd I, win. you, you I thought they'd win. win. What's so That's odd about I'm the Cowboys, and it's really why this grade bit has worked so well, yeah. is they, they've played 14 games this year. I would argue they have 13 A's or F's. They have one. I know that's not <laughs> they, they no, they that. The only yeah, like probably. mediocre game they played was the Charger game. When before the Chargers were dealing with all the injuries, they beat them by three points, and it was like, ah, okay, fine. It was on the road, but it's kind of a home game because yep. it's Los Angeles. Every other game, they've either looked outstanding or terrible. I guess you could argue the road game at Philly would be the other possible right. exception. But what is so what is so disappointing if you're a Cowboys fan? or someone like me who picked the Cowboys, is they were seemingly as caught off guard as I was. And I would, as far as what the Bills were going to do, and I'm not trying to let myself off the hook, but I'm, you know, looking at the whole league, thinking about all the games. The, The Cowboys coaching staff had one job all week and then one job during the week. And the fact that they had no idea Buffalo might just try to run at them, and then once it was clear that Buffalo was just going to run at them, 
They had no answer for it. They had no possible counterpunch at any point in that football game for what Buffalo was trying to do. And there are real – I don't want to overreact to this moment because, as Brewers said, it's not college football. The Cowboys had, in my opinion, played two straight months of A-game football. I mean, a lot of it was at home, though. Well, that's why this – Wilds, if I may just quickly. Yeah. That's why this is so damaging is now the one-seed dreams are basically dead. Mm -hmm. The two-seed and winning the division, it's not fully dead, but it's going to take a full-on Eagles collapse. So that part really does hurt their chances yep. of going on a long playoff run. With all, from You remove the seeding part of, from it, and you saw about how good is this team really. I do look at next week in Miami as a fork-in-the-road moment for them. Because Miami is a legitimate team for all yep. the breakdancing yeah, they, stuff. They, they we're this, good Sunday. We're this deep into the season. You got 9-10 wins. You're a good mm-hmm. to very good team. If they go to Miami and answer some of these questions, play well and rebound, then I think even though the damage will have been done, will have been done from a seeding perspective, I think they can find their footing. If they go into Miami Wilds and lose, then you know what people are going to start wondering? Man... That first playoff game, they're going to be on the road. Who cares that it's against an NFC South team? Like if they are, that's the saving that, grace for them. You all, uh, that well, we haven't talked about Big Show yet because he yeah. is cooking. Yeah. Right. But the and right. so I just, Whatever. I do think next week they can st- steady themselves, and I think they will. Why? But because I think they're a really good team. Okay, uh, go uh, ahead. Uh, this is if Miami's like we're going to run on you. Arizona <laughs> put up two twenty-two on the ground. 49ers put up 170. The Eagles won the one that they lost, 109, but that's not that bad. Bills put up 266. Miami averages 140, fourth best rushing yep. attack in the league. Why doesn't Mike McDaniel say, oh, we're going to try to run on you all day, too? Uh, that seems to work. It worked for Arizona, it works for the 49ers, worked for the Bills. And it'll be there us. because you have to respect Tyreek and, and Jalen. So I, so I think that those, those numbers are accurate, but I think a little misleading in this regard. If you. That assumes the only teams who have tried to run on Dallas are That's those teams. Fair. And so, yes, when they have lost, it has been because they haven't been able to stop the run. That does not mean at no point over the course of the season have they been able but to you, stop the run. Yeah, I, th- I would argue Philadelphia tries to lead with the run. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Dallas annihilated them in one game. And in the other game, I didn't think Philly looked exceptional. And, no, so, the, and so I just I, – I don't think Dallas – is a wildly flawed, fraudulent team. And I think some people are going to make that assessment today. And I don't think Dak should be eliminated from the MVP discussion. Oh, what? It, well, it depends on what, it, what others do going forward. No, it does This hurts. It's what? done. He's now Over? fifth in yards, third in completion percentage. He lost the p- passing touchdowns lead to Brock. Yeah. He's got the same interceptions yeah, as Brock, and he's third in passer Yeah, rating. but the season's not over. He's got a big F on would, the table. Would you agree the, this, though? He doesn't control his destiny anymore. That's right. Right? The, like, like, he could play great, but if Brock Purdy or Lamar, or Lamar does as yep. well, no, he's I not think, going to I, I think that Dak, fair or not, from a projection standpoint, needs at least, one, at least Brock and maybe Brock and Lamar to trip up, but I do not think that the that the fact that Dak's worst game of the year came in Week 15 and Brock's came eight weeks ago should be disqualifying. I don't think it should be disqualifying. I know for some it will be, and I saw I saw Mahomes once lose an MVP. I thought he should have won because Rodgers got hot at the end of the season and Mahomes was kind of coasting. So I do know we overemphasize the end of season when it comes to MVP, yeah. but I don't think this should be... I think it's more big games. If, if San Francisco didn't play well, 
Yep. Buffalo don't play but well. But the home no, game against Philly was as big as it gets, and he played right. great. Yeah, he, he, had, he, he had MVP great. for about six days. Yeah, and so and right now he doesn't. My point is, I don't think I, I know you put up that Twitter poll. I don't think it should disqualify. But I think if, if it's Baltimore, or San Francisco next week, it's going to be whoever quarterback looks good well, against two. It's going to be the big favorite. The but then there's still sure. two weeks yeah. left in the year. Yeah, still two this meaningful is go weeks down left to the wire. Yes. I, I'm going to cast my vote early. Okay, you, that's why you don't have one. But yeah. still, I will. Uh, the other side of the ball, the Bills won. Without a Superman game from Josh Allen, may, may not have even been a Clark Kent game. I oh, disagree. You thought it was a Clark Kent game oh, or explain. a Superman game? Okay. Uh, seven completions for 95 yards, one rushing touchdown, one throwing touchdown. James Cook had 221 from scrimmage. Here's Josh postgame. I don't think I threw the ball that many times, which, again, I don't just get it done. Let's just find a way to win and, um, you know, felt like the, the kid that didn't do anything in the class project but got an A. Um, but again, like, I'll do this 10 times out of 10 times, man. Loved it. Love driving home the report card element to it. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you kicked around the idea of Dallas winning by double digits or two yeah. scores. Do you want to apologize to several people? It could be Josh Allen, could be Bill's Mafia, could be the coaching staff. You can. No, well, listen, I got the pick. analysis of the game wrong, but for and I, but I don't know anyone an apology. But first of all, I want to pick up Josh for a moment. I think Josh is selling his performance short. I thought Josh got the game started. For the Buffalo Bills. They were going to have to settle for three points. And he made his call. most impactful play of the game. Good we call. can show it to you. This acting job that he's the best in the league oh, at. Oh, my God. This turned. Please what? do not make us start running Travis Kelsey what? flopping go, videos. Go, out go, here. go ahead. Run. Here's what I guarantee you. There's not a highlight reel of it. Listen, the, the, the NFL might end up having to institute an NBA-esque anti-flopping rule because of Josh Allen and such. But it doesn't matter. You do what that's you need to do to get penalty. the win. That's that's, what do you mean? He's grabbing his point in his face mask and he doesn't even get touched in the face. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Uh, here's the thing for Buffalo. They are a dangerous team. They are going to end up being one of the most dangerous teams ever to miss the postseason. Oh. And I, the, I still don't think people have fully wrapped their mind around. The fact of the matter is their cleanest path is almost assuredly winning the division. If they finish, and if they win, if they win out, they will be in the playoffs. They the are Chargers the, and the Patriots. The, nice. you, well, they lost to the Patriots already once this oh, year. Oh, I know right? you love the Patriots. And, the Patriots the, and would it shock anybody if the Bills look amazing? The next, well, I mean, they're like 14-point favorites against the Chargers. They should dominate that game yeah. and beat the Patriots. And everyone's talking about how dangerous they are. And then they yeah. fall on their face against Miami. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't shock me. I do think that the Bills showed. In this game, the if I were a Bills fan, this game would have been painful because you saw the fully realized version Absolutely. of what your team could Absolutely. be. D despite the injuries, Brew defensively dominant. You were able to be a smash-mouth team knowing mm -hmm. you've got a superhero at quarterback mm -hmm. if he needs to activate. I still don't believe in the Bills as a – as a forget a Super Bowl team, I don't think they're going to make the postseason. But and I, because I don't think they have the consistency level of it. But they played great on both sides of the ball yesterday. I did not see that coming. So in that regard, sure, I was wrong. But it doesn't change my overarching opinion of them. Yeah, I tend to agree with Nick. All right, I, I picked Dallas to win the game. I thought it would be close. I didn't think it would be a blowout. But like I said all last week, this is the ultimate. I'll believe it when I see it, team. I mean, I look, the Chargers, I think they'll beat the Chargers. But yes. the Chargers, hold on, the Chargers will be fired up 
because they got a new coach. That's your thing. They're Lions. going to. I mean, we saw Jeff they got Saturday. Quarterback. Jeff too. Saturday won the game. That's true. But I'm just saying they're going to come out fired up. And the Bills can. They lost to the Patriots, man. I'm sorry to put it that way, but it's true. All right. They lost to the Jets right after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt when the Jets should be the team that's deflated. So this team can be a 10 and they can be a negative 10. And so now I do think if they get in the playoffs, even if they get in the playoffs, yes, they will be dangerous. But they are the type of team that we're, at least for me, I'm not going to believe in until their last game of the season, whether it's a loss or it's a win, because you just don't know what you're getting. I will say this. Jay, uh, I think um, Brady, Joe Brady has done a very good oh, job. Yeah. Here's some numbers. I mean, they, they were okay at times under Dorsey, but you see they're 3-1 since the change. Well, they're running the ball, which is running the ball. And they were running early in the year. Remember, when they yeah. started well, they were running – uh, James Cook a lot, and now they've gotten back to that. But you see, they're getting about 50 yards a game more than they were before. So, and I did like Nick, and I'm sure you did too, that uh, Josh Allen, like a couple of times early in the game, he just threw it away. Yeah. He just threw it on the ground. Like, that's smart. Yeah, that's what I want from him. Don't risk and be reckless. He played all a the time. smart game. Yeah. I, I poke fun I got at the no flopping, problem with what he but did. But he played, he did a lot of what I have said he needs to do, which is when your team is full control, don't make the critical mistake. And he If he'll do that, they can be dangerous if yeah. they get in the playoffs. The defense played well, too. I know we're making this yep. about Josh. Josh is the, the star. Defense Dallas played had great. 89 yards in the first half. Defense played great. But, Wilds, what surprises me is you're big on his, and again, the Chargers are 14 point dogs for a reason. But you are more than anybody I know in the media big on new coach yeah, bump yeah. and rest advantage. Yes, that's and true. And the Chargers played Thursday and got a new coach. So that seems to me like they would be the the upset alert special for you See if this? that brand still this? had any value. Right here? Yeah. That's the it does the team care? Has the team given up pulse? Yeah. They had. This is the Chargers. Now. Well, I, again, I don't Uh-oh. think the Chargers they are going to beat up. the Bills, but I just don't think the Bills can overlook anything. They're not winning. Speaking uh, of a And finally, to Foxborough. Wow. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. As I watched my two favorite teams you, nope. battle, Mahomes throws for 305 yards and two touchdowns. Also had two interceptions. Again, air quotes. One was uh, this interception, which some people will say is Mahomes' fault, not me. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it's Kadarius Tony's fault. Here's Mahomes. That one. With uh, Denver, I mean, being right there uh, behind us and losing two straight games, it's just finding a way to get that momentum back in our favor. And obviously, we didn't, I don't think offensively we ended the way we wanted to. Um, but I thought we did a good job that last drive of burning some time off the clock. And so uh, you just learn, you got to learn from the mistakes, keep doing it, um, keep getting better, um, and try to be playing our best football going into the playoffs. Okay, one correction. Uh, Andy Reid mercifully took a knee when they could have easily scored another touchdown yes. just to be nice to Belichick. Exactly. It's the second time that the Chiefs have, have been not like, you know what, 30 we can score. We're, and, we're choosing yes. not to. Yeah, it, exactly nice. right. Nice Which, that type of measured analysis could have been useful last week when you were making a fool of yourself, Wilds. And I tried to warn Do you, you mean Brew, spitting facts. you're not going to d- duck this entirely either because what's about to happen Ooh. is this side of the table is going to try to minimize what the Chiefs did offensively yesterday. Oh my I God. am predicting I it. We'll see. Right what exactly my the I, well? Here's why I'm doing it because I was told going into this game 
that the Chiefs scoring double digits would be an accomplishment by Brew. And I was told going into <laughs> this game good. that the Chiefs were going to lose because they were playing the uh, best. Promoting no, a fight. No, because you know they, they were, no, I'll, I'll, let the audience, like, I'll <laughs> tune in. I'll let the audience determine it because you all week long were talking about how the Chiefs offense was broken, yep. how they had regressed from mediocre, how they were boring, and how the Patriots had the best defense in football for a month. Highest. And if people weren't watching last week, I made a quick little sizzle reel of it, it for you so everyone can see. Yes. You asked this question. Yeah. This is the moment this show jumps the shark. 21-17 Patriots. The Chiefs used to be mediocre, and now they turn so it around they and are bad. This is the best pizza I've ever had. And then all of a sudden, the pizza's no good, and you're like, but the garlic knots are so good. Like, right. Stop with the garlic like, and knots. I wanna, I'm thinking 13-3. 10 nothing, 10 3. I okay. mean, this, this could be a low scoring game. Would, everybody knows I live in a log covered fur. Patriots straight up over Chiefs, no puns. I would take New England with the points. So okay. I don't know that oh, they yeah. Guys, I, I don't think this they is, cover, but I do think oh, the Chiefs. Money. This, a lot of times when I make these picks, people say, wow, you're such a genius. I say, I know. 21 17 Patriots. You guys know we're on TV, Running right? Again? Okay, so listen, we got all year long, you two have asked for two things. Wilds has asked for, where's the fun stuff? Where's the flip? Finally got it. And the, well, you've got, you got a double reverse pass two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, wasn't enough for you. You got a mid-play lateral to win the game that was called off because of an offsides, but they still did it. That wasn't enough for you. Yesterday, you got a play from 1927. Liked it. Brew, you have been asking all year long, and I quote, for one of these guys to step up. We know you've said we know you have Kelsey. Will one of them step up? Well, as I tried to a month ago, and we can show you the numbers, let me introduce you to Jerry Rice. Rasheed, pardon me. Rasheed yeah. Rice. He is, by the way, that is the best reception percentage of any rookie receiver in 31 years. Solid. So how have they not, after going into New England, easily could have scored 35, mm -hmm. answered whatever questions you guys had? And look, I was going to give them more love, but Nick's coming oh. on here acting like they look phenomenal. Well, a short field. Where, okay. Where that interception This, this is what I have Five. written down, because the question was, should they feel better about more themselves less after yeah. the win? I said better but only slightly. That's fair. Better. You were coming off two straight losses. You got to win. You scored 27 points. Like you said, you could have scored over 30 against a good defensive team. All right? But you want to come out here and act like they look like the old Chiefs. All right? Rasheed Rice is a nice player, and he's going to be really good in the future. But, Nick, he's averaging like 10 yards. He's good, catch. though. He's a good player. I mean, I'm just saying, like – 10 yards a catch for a guy that's that explosive, he could be doing more. So I'm, I, he's nice. He's much better than the rest of that stuff they got playing receiver, but he's only averaging 10 yards a catch, and that's not that impressive. Okay? Now, what I want from them, and, and Kadarius Tony was doing Kadarius Tony things. Sure. This is what I do if I'm the Chiefs going forward, though, because it was, they did score. I give them credit. They should actually throw the ball more. These next three games, Feed Tony, obviously you want to feed, feed Rice. Tony. Yes. You, you, you feed all these guys. Watson, if you're going to play Sky more, feed. No, like, Sky you got to get their confidence up. Can I tell you what happened? Over the, these next three games, they should be able to win no matter what. So get those guys' confidence up going into the yeah. playoffs. Go ahead, Watson. Evan Lazar, who does a great job writing for the, with the Patriots. Yeah. Mahomes average 8.1 yards per attempt for 105 yards. On passes behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 
You know, when Brock Purdy does that. Oh, I know. I know. What, yeah. why, what is he doing? Can we have any conversation on just, this show without it being polluted by the Brock Purdy has, discussion? Uh, Mahomes that, threw for 100 yards, 105 yards on passes behind the yeah, line. Yeah, because of, of one screen pass. No, several. Yeah, no, but that was there was a 60-yard screen that pass. Was, he has, was was he, not, you know, yeah. I don't think it's his fault, but he's had to dink but he didn't air it out. He didn't air it out down the field. He had a the, few good passes, okay. but a lot of them like, here you go, create a little wall. I'm just saying, it's not. Does it look like the old Chiefs no, offense leaning back? Okay, except except for the around, fact no. that Bruce showed us last year, Mahomes had the most yards after catch of any MVP in five years. Right, when you showed your right. graphic last year, it was a lot of the same stuff. But that this is what I would expect by someone who, you know, once upon a time tried to weasel their way in to Chiefs kingdom. I'm beloved. Was oh, are what are you talking you? about? Well, I, I got bad news were. for you, Wilds. Go ahead. The mayor of Kansas City has something different. To say. <laughs> Let's hear from him, what? please. Kevin Wild, you have been excommunicated from Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, and you know what? Dust, okay. give it to me, please. Wow! This, is, was the, this was the final straw. Wow. My second favorite this team. was the final straw. You went to a Chiefs game. Oh you repped the opposing team. You thought you were in, but you're out. Brew, you wow. agree, right? At Wilds, you, I got he got the freaking mayor. The mayor. Yeah, you're done. If I don't hear it from Stone Street, it's not official. <laughs> <laughs> now, and that's true. Uh, coming up next, we're talking about Baltimore. We're talking about Lamar. And we're talking about the Prince. Oh. You can come along with my team, Baltimore. <laughs> what? We got the Ravens going to Super I'm not. I'm beloved in Kansas City. You're not. You're I'm done not in Kansas City. You're done. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to a hot show. Lamar, Baltimore easily handles the Jags in a 23-7 win. Lamar threw for 171, ran for almost 100, couldn't be brought down, and just looked like he was in total control as the Ravens clinched a playoff berth. That was an all-time play from him. Yeah. Uh, Here are the AFC odds. Ravens are at one, my Chiefs at two, Dolphins, Bills, and then Jacksonville. Brew, remember this started last week. When we said, hey, if you're so confident in Trevor, why didn't we book the Trumpeters? And you're like, you know what? Let's book them. Call them up. And now here we are. Bro, I don't know what you want to do. I didn't have a plan. I wanted to cancel the guys, but. Well, Nick, um, Mm -hmm. the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And I hate to do this to you. But fellas. Don't you dare. (laughs) Fellas. I got them some new. I got them some new uniforms. We got some new purple uniforms. You called them the Bugle Boys. And now, this is for the Prince and the Prince alone. This is for Trumpeteers, excellent work as always. I love the, the new. Prince. I like those Not outfits for Lamar. much better. Okay, go all right. Ahead. Um, but this, this is out. the An best. Outrage. Nick Schlereth also here. Welcome, <laughs> 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 Stink is with me. Yeah. I can tell. Um, look, 
Nick, you'll even agree with this one. Mm -hmm. Baltimore has played a tough schedule, one of the toughest in the league, Mm -hmm. and they're beating great teams, very good teams. They are 6-2 and against teams with winning records. Five of those wins have been by two touchdowns or more. By comparison, because I think think those odds are right on the money. I think it's It's Kansas City and Baltimore for the most part. Miami, a little dangerous. Buffalo, if they get in. But they got to be low, fourth, because they may not even get in. But Kansas City's two and three against teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. I think Miami has maybe one victory over a team win, a winning record, if that. We know how good their defense is, Baltimore. But offensively, Lamar, you, you guys know you can't judge him by his numbers. Yeah. But you saw yesterday what he can do to take control of a game, running and passing. And that running game, yesterday no matter who. I thought yesterday was his second straight great game. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought he, was, he had great numbers he against great the Rams. The game before, yeah. And then this week, the numbers might not say it. I thought he was unbelievable. And yesterday. the run game, it's almost like no matter who the running back is. And they suffered, had an injury, injury. Mitchell. That's big because yep. he's great. But no matter who they give the ball to, he runs well, I think, in large part because you got to worry about Lamar. Yeah, I think, I think the big thing about Baltimore, very much like San Francisco, they are a big physical football team that will wear you out. And I always say this, the greatest skill in football is moving a man from point A to point B against his will. That is a skill. That has to be worked on. They have worked on that from day one. So they have that ability, much like San Francisco, but then they can wow you with weapons. And I think about this a lot with Lamar. Think about growth. You always grow when you're put in a difficult situation. Mm -hmm. The growth of Lamar, now that Mark Andrews isn't that security blanket anymore. You lose Mark Andrews and you have to start moving to other people, other weapons, and his ability to extend a play, hold on to the ball for seven, eight seconds, scrambling around, there is nobody in the world that can cover a wide receiver in this league for seven seconds. It's just impossible. And so his ability to do those things, I think, you know, you look at what, the way he's playing right now and what he means to this football team. Um, the guy's incredible. So, so I, I agree with everything you guys are saying about Lamar. I think Lamar, despite the numbers, has a pretty strong MVP case. Uh, and I think the Ravens, they've, they've answered every question this year mm-hmm. except for oddly giving games away. But the flip side to that point is there hasn't been a single game this year they couldn't have won. All three of their losses were games. With that said, right now I think they're AFC Vegas favorites purely because Vegas believes, and it's likely true, they're going to have to play one less playoff game. Because right now they are in position to have the bye, and that's to me far more important than even the home field. It's the one less playoff game. But if Kansas City were to play Baltimore, I would, I don't, A, even in Baltimore, I think Kansas City would be the Vegas favorite. I buy that. And I think that most people, maybe not Brew because the, you've been on Baltimore all year, if they were to face in the postseason, they'd say, okay, the defenses statistically are a wash. It is one and three and two and three in, as far as points and yards. There's a few yards and one point per game difference between them. The running backs, the, the more and more Ravens running backs that get injured, as Pacheco's going to be back next week, that's a slight check mark to the Ravens, I suppose. The pass catchers, I think, given the Ravens' injuries, is a wash now. With the ascension of Rasheed Rice, with Travis Kelsey, and with Mark Andrews gone, and as good as Harbaugh is, he's won, I think, one playoff game since the Super Bowl, maybe two. Uh, And 
as good as Lamar is, he's not Patrick Mahomes. So I do think that this is the year. If there was ever a moment for Baltimore, it's right now. But I think Kansas City is better than them. And I think Kansas City, if they were to play in the postseason, would have more answers than Baltimore would. And I think Kansas City will be more, no matter their record going into the postseason, will be more confident come the playoffs than a Baltimore team that together has won one playoff game ever. And so I think that's a I think that's a real thing. So I respect what Baltimore's done. I think that Kansas City should be the favorites, but I do agree with you, Brew. I think it's a two team race. Okay. A two team uh, race. Meanwhile, the Prince. I don't know if you guys want to stay for this or oh, not. It's too sad. Uh, they are now <laughs> eight sad. and six. Two fumbles from the Prince. Weird ones. Yeah. Uh, one, what are you doing at the end of the half? That's how I describe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think this was all the Ravens defense, but a lot of self inflicted wounds. What from the team this? and the, the Prince. The music's perfect. Here are the drives in the first half. You got a punt. You got two missed field goals from the 32 and 36. Well, then you got a fault. fumble. And then you had this wacky play at the end of, ha- end of the half, which yeah. is you would be mad if a high school team did it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just pouring salt. I mean, was that not a wacky <laughs> play? It was, it was, it was, it was bad. bad. What yeah. are you doing? What's your question, smart aleck? <laughs> I didn't even write one down. I was just like, what's the deal? <laughs> just go. Well, just, I mean, <laughs> what's going wrong for Jacksonville? Yeah, sure. Well, I think everybody knows. I mean, it's one of the overwhelming stories of this NFL season, similar to what went wrong for the Vikings or the Bengals or the Jets. Their quarterback got ankle? hurt. Their quarterback got well. I don't know. They were eight and three, and then the quarterback was, you know, was crying in pain, and they couldn't even get a card. Wanted to since keep then his they've lost three since alive. Then they, right, and you, I think that's a bad idea. Since then, they've lost three straight. And in that game, and I know Brew puts a giant asterisk on any game where a quarterback afterwards is reported with a concussion. And this game reportedly is in concussion protocol. Now, what I will say is because since Kevin Wilds has abdicated this title, I will be the mayor of fair. He has a fumbling problem. You think? The Prince has a fumbling <laughs> problem. <laughs> the Prince has a fumbling problem. And I'm not sure how slippery the ball was, but typically that's been the issue. The Prince has a fumbling problem. I am not above admitting that. Okay. And the end of the half was a travesty. The end of the half where you could have spiked it. If you don't spike it, you have to go into the end zone. It's a mental error. So this is, you know, what have I always called him, Brew? Peyton Manning 2.0. Well, Peyton Manning, this point in his career, they were 6-10. and That's when Moore did the playoffs. Playoffs, he had 30 combined picks and interceptions. So he's ahead of schedule there in a good way because they're going to still make the playoffs. But he needs to get healthy. And he needs to stop dropping the football. That's, yeah. the, that's the reality of it. I can't defend it. It's just yeah. the Does truth. Does the Prince have tiny little hands? Did no, we, he has big hands. Oh, I don't big think hands. Nick would have his He has big hands. Yeah. Big hands, big neck. Yeah. 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 Long hair. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I don't know why he drops the ball. There's a problem there. And, and he, look, it's not huge, but you see compared to last year, he has regressed. from that. Now, you, you added better receivers. And obviously, ETN is still good. We, yeah. I think we have a graphic here. Uh, we don't have it. But his yeah. numbers have regressed yep. from a no, year ago when they should have gotten better. He added Calvin Ridley. Um, I think he does miss Christian Kirk. There's no doubt about that. He's been out the last yep. couple and of Zay games. And Zay Jones out there with a giant brace yep. on his leg. Yep. Can't really yep. move. So, but I, Lawrence, he's got to get better. And I get it. Look, guys – progress at different paces. Everybody, Some guys come right in the league and play well. Some guys it takes a few years. He seems to be taking a little it, while longer to become, you think, a superstar. I think he'll be a star, but he's well, not there yet. Yeah, he's a far he, away. When did he hurt his ankle? When, three, there's the, the, the game that they started this three-game losing streak. Right. The game on uh, Monday night. It was We were in L.A. Right. I was watching but he insist, he's insisted on playing through every uh, They were playing the Bengals. It's uh, when he, and yeah. 
Then yes. they lost that game. Then the next week, and that game was like 31-34 something when he got hurt. Then the next week, he played terribly against. Yep. Well, he threw three the touchdowns, three but had three interceptions. In the, yeah. And then, so, so this was his third, third game with the yeah, injured third ankle. Third game. And, but, and I'll tell you, it, those are the things that the ankle stuff like that, especially when you're a quarterback, your ability to plant, your yeah, ability exactly. to, to drive off the football, create ro- rotational force Sorry. in the football, all rotational that stuff. Rotational force. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Ground force becomes Thank rotational you. force, exactly. becomes velocity That's on the plate. Everybody knows. Is that Everybody an excuse? Right. No, it's just the reality. No, it's just, it's, it's, just, just it's not an excuse. It's a reason. But he's got to play it, rotational force. He didn't spike the ball. He threw it to the yeah, four that, that, that had nothing to do with the did not allow him that, yeah, the opportunity. Very serious danger missing the playoffs. They're not going to miss the playoffs. that's all. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Big show alert. Yep. 381, four touchdowns and a win over the Packers who demolished the Chiefs. Here's Todd Bowles. Take a listen. He's meant everything, you know, from a mental standpoint to a quarterback standpoint, making plays from a toughness standpoint, from a leadership standpoint. He's done everything. He's checked all the boxes. He's doing all the right things now. And, you know, I can't say enough about him. Let's see where the Bake Show has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are just in a dire cap situation. This was almost just a get right year. All of a sudden they're in first place right next to the San Francisco 49ers who you got going to the Super Bowl, bro, but <laughs> no. we'll go to Nick first. I'm sorry. I'm two weeks ahead of schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel vindicated for your big show takes? Well, this is less about how right I was, and it's more about how wrong Brew was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, listen. Yes, I did say before the year that there's a very real chance the Buccaneers won't drop off at all at quarterback play, going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. It was a take. Rolled his eyes, and now I will show you Tom Brady as his last year with a buck versus Baker Mayfield. And you tell me if you see a big drop-off, because I don't. In fact, I see a slight improvement. And then I also said they could win the division, and I said that they had the best quarterback in the division. Meanwhile, Brew was out here peddling Actually, Kyle Trask might take his job by Halloween. But he so fair is fair. If I'm going to do the Baker versus Brady comp, let's wild the Baker versus Kyle Trask comp <laughs> this year. Let's see how that's going. In this book is Bruce saying Baker Mayfield would be benched. And now he is coming no. up a game with a perfect passer rating. We just kind of and here's the thing about the perfect passer rating. Yeah. I've never been all that interested in that. We know somewhat. Yeah, every, and that, since about a month ago. No, exactly. Right. But then all of a sudden, Brock Purdy had a game with it. And Bruce started peddling this nonsense. Something Joe Montana never did. Steve Young never did. Never mind the fact, the that, fact. They, that they actually both did it. They just didn't do it on as many passes. Bruce put qualifiers. So I, don't, I can number. tell you with no qualifiers. In the history of Lambeau Field, every quarterback that's ever played there, not for the Packers. You know what all of them have in common? They not didn't do the what Packers. Baker did. I, no visiting quarterback's ever Congratulations. done it. So, Brew, you should apologize to Baker Mayfield. Once and <coughs> for all. Let me, let me let uh, everybody stink included behind mm-hmm. the curtain. Uh-huh. Yeah. We only did this topic because Nick needed a W. What do you mean? The Chiefs right. won. He's been taking L's all show long. You, you needed a W. Chiefs so, won. I wanted to play along a little bit. 
But they're seven and seven Bro. for goodness sake. They're in first place. They're in first place. They're only because they're in the worst division in football. Prove okay, it. now let, I'm gonna be nice because Baker has played well. All right, I do think he's benefited a bit. How he was pushed in training camp by Trask. Oh I mean, that was a real is, the competition. Have on the Go show. back and look at the Bro. quotes. No one's Bro. doing that. Go back that. and look no. at the Bro. quotes. No one is going back. It was a real competition. That said, Baker was great. Baker was great yesterday. There's yeah. something that we haven't seen since Brock Purdy did it a month ago. <laughs> and Baker has shown, Stink, that he is a legitimate starting Franchise. quarterback. Give him a run game and a great defense. They have a great defense. And you might be co- no, no, no. Oh, I'm saying okay. if you give got him it. one going forward, yeah, you might have some. I, I will tell you this about about what they've got going on in Tampa right now. Dave Canellis is their offensive coordinator. They've done a really good job figuring out what they are in the run game mm-hmm. and been committed to that. There's a difference between running the ball and what I'd like to call commitment runs. Right. We're going to run this ball regardless of what you show us, and we're going to be able to you know kind of set our play action and marry our run game to the play action stuff. And then as far as Baker is concerned, go back about the last three or four weeks. That dude is on. Uncanny when he's uncanny throwing the football <laughs> when things to me are like critical moments. In critical moments, he has been exceptional throwing the football in the last few weeks. So that that's really where he set himself apart. Um, he's and he's good. had some he's had some more early in the game, even go back to Atlanta last week. Early in the game, he was not very good. But when it mattered the most, man, that's when he played his best football, and that's what he's been doing the last several Wait weeks. Wait till Belichick's his coach. Woo! Oh, boy. Next year? That's his that, thanks to him, Belichick. Belichick to Tampa. The only way to tie up Tom. Following, yeah. following Brady? Yeah, the only way to tie up the divorce. You know, win the Super Bowl there, too. Bulls not Knicks don't fire, gonna... Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Coming up in 24 hours and 10 minutes, ooh, it's the iciest segment in all of sports. It's Mahomes Mountain. A lot of movement. Mahomes back at number one. You don't know that. The mountain's not finalized yet. Well, I love Mahomes. If you don't want to do it, we know Dak won't be. Another easy dub for Brock Purdy: 242, four touchdowns. McCaffrey ran wild too: 115 yards in the day. Now at almost 1,300 on the season. Also five catches, 72, and two touchdowns. That's a good day. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Purdy says Christian McCaffrey MVP. Dude, I think 
I think Christian should be MVP. I think I, I really do believe that. You know, he does everything um, for us, runs the ball well, can catch the ball. He does everything, and so in my eyes, that's an MVP. Mm. I mean, yeah. Also, a good uh, strategy in the media. Smart. Purdy, Lamar, Dak, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts. Shalareth, did Purdy improve his case for MVP? Well, first off, let me just say that quarterbacks should not be allowed to win MVP. <laughs> Any quarterback. Yeah, because they're not football players. They're quarterbacks. <laughs> they're in their category of their own. If we were talking about most valuable football player, offensive the football lineman. players. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could give it to an Some. offensive lineman. Some Trent of them are, are worthy. guy like Trent Williams. Who do you think Francisco. is the most valuable niner? Most valuable niner, I think, is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I think they are. I think they're an incredibly talented team. But he's a guy that not only can run it inside the tackles, he can he can exploit you outside the tackles, outside in the perimeter of the, and then he can also run anything from the 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 route tree of the running back. He can go out wide receiver and run the route tree of the wide receiver. He is a very vital part of that offense. I would even say I'd go a step further from a play caller standpoint. I would say that Kyle Shanahan Ooh. is an MVP candidate, or at least a coach of the year. But here's what I'm saying: is I'm saying there are some guys who call plays, and then there are some guys who call an offense. He calls an offense, and it's different. Some guys will have success on any given Sunday calling plays, but when you can call an offense, like they so, led going into last week, they led the league. They led the league in explosive plays. And I bet you, and I don't know what they are as far as explosive passes, but they're right in the top of explosive passes. I bet you they're air yards per target if we're going to get into analytics and I can't stand analytics. That's kind of. But I don't, but I don't care. I bet you, I bet you they have more explosive plays thrown within six yards of the line of scrimmage than any team in football because they set it up so well. And we saw the the play we showed, we can show it again. And this is everyone thought, thinks I'm going to try to bash Purdy. I'm not bashing Purdy here. But this is what he's talking about. This is a Kyle Shanahan touchdown. I know, but you didn't think that was a good play from Brock Purdy? No, I thought it was a good play from Brock Purdy. But that the the most impressive part of that play is that Christian McCaffrey, the most dangerous player on the field, can be so open that he can fall down, get up, and still be untouched into the end zone. And so, Brew, to here's the thing. I thought Purdy that we I should have pulled the highlight. I apologize for not. The, his final touchdown, the one to the corner of the end zone, was a perfect The back throw. shoulder. The back Debo, shoulder no. was a perfect throw. That was an MVP-level throw. There's no doubt about it. The fact of the matter is, though, going into the game, I said something very simple. I was like, hey, for me to want a guy to be MVP, he's got to be, you know, on a consistent basis, one of the most impressive guys I see on any given Sunday. And once again, I watched that entire Niners game, and he wasn't the guy I was most impressed with on his team. That is not knocking him. That is not bashing him. Listen, I I think Brock Purdy, I think he's great. I think he's unbelievable. If I had to give it to a quarterback, and you know I don't vote for quarterbacks. Yeah. Right, because I mean, but would, you would, oh, it's so hard to play quarterback. If the guy plays with deep leverage, throw it short. If he plays with short leverage, throw it deep. <laughs> oh, how do they do it? Woo, it's magic. But you would give it to him like, if you got to give it to him. If I had to give it to a quarterback, I'd give it to Lamar. Okay. Yeah. That, no, that's – look. I think he does more for his team, like with sure. what you're saying, yeah. Lamar, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. 
do more for their team. They're more valuable than Brock Purdy, obviously. They do more for their team. was pretty good without Josh. What you said about the, the, the quarterbacks not winning the award, that, that's an old take I've had for years. Wow, I actually think, take. Mark, <laughs> I, I think they – I say it on the eye couple, Fox Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But anyway, <laughs> I think they should actually come up with the equivalent of the Cy Young. Call it the Johnny Unitas, whatever you want to do, award for quarterbacks. Because I agree, I don't think it should automatically be a quarterback. But, do you, but, but right now with McCaffrey, McCaffrey's phenomenal. He's the best running back in football this year, no doubt. But he's averaging 92 yards a game as a rusher. No, in, no running back in the Super Bowl era has won the MVP award averaging that few amount of yeah, yards. Yeah, but the game has changed. Okay. The last one has won. Has, I mean, who's the last one? The last one, one was Adrian Peterson in 2012. Okay. Right. Yeah. right. But it's changed the way we operate the game. Right. But he's, and he's got 20 touchdowns, which is tied with Raheem Mostert for the most in the league. My point is this. Not, the way it works, at least right now, is to win the MVP if, as a non-QB, you got to do something historic, historically great. Yeah. Now, fair or not, that's kind of how it is. So I don't think what McCaffrey's doing, as great as it is, is like – Historically great, become and like that's the why I think the hype. Well, it's is the, the best. Thing. It's the best quarterback. The quarterback who has a great year on a great team. Yeah. And I think that's Brock Purdy. We, we got some graphics, but I don't Heisman. think we have time. No. But we, we, I got <laughs> Stay Heisman. tuned to the podcast. No, I think Nick did that on purpose. He, he had what? phenomenal Brock I Purdy. Barely said I told you, Steve was going to dribble Purdy the air out of the ball. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back, and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless, from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Live from New York. It's the... What was that? What do you mean? I was excited. I thought you were doing a lot. No, I only do that at three. You got to do it again. Live from New York. It's the show that gave an F to the Dallas Cowboys. Well, it was an excellent job. We already did it. It's the second hour of First <laughs> Things First. Today is the Bills roller coaster headed deep into the playoffs. Mm. Meanwhile, is Kansas City's offense back on track after beating the team of the century? It's a long century. Uh, but right now, it's a dismal Dallas display. Cowboys fall to three and four on the road. Dak and the offense, well, they roll every tomato can in sight. Yesterday, threw 195 total yards of offense. Here's Micah and Dak. We've got to embrace, I guess, more than anything, just being on the road, uh, being, being 
I guess you can say the underdog um, going into somebody else's in somebody else's uh, territory. Something I've always enjoyed, honestly. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I wish I really had an, I had an answer. Honestly, it's just unacceptable at this point. Uh, there's no excuse for it. Uh, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand it. Why we're not playing well and why we're not coming together on the road? Um, it's something that we need to look at and get better because we got to go on the road next week. Okay, got the Dolphins next week. Uh, Brew, how concerning was this loss? You already gave them a giant F in the A block. Yeah, it, it was incredibly concerning because of what Micah and Dak were talking about on the road. Like, that's the problem, that it was on the road, okay? It wasn't that they lost to a good Buffalo team. It was that they got smashed, and it's a pattern that happens when they're away from Dallas, where they play great, right? Mm -hmm. And this has been something that's gone on the last two years. Last year, they were 500 on the road. Now, of course, they're a game below 500. But most teams that are really – like, if we look at the contenders, in the NFC – San Francisco's 11 and 5 on the road the last 2 years. Philadelphia's 12 and 3. Dallas of course 7 and 8. And this year I mean Kansas City 5 and 2, Baltimore 6 and 1, Detroit 5 and 2 on the road. Like mm. good teams are good at home. And on the road. Dak Prescott, we got a graphic here. I, I think where yeah. Dak plays like Desmond Ritter statistically on the, the road. Like the Falcons. Yeah, look look how great the Desmond Ritter, the quarterback for the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, the team is – that's a certified tomato can, the Falcons, and that's who the Cowboys are on the road. And the scariest thing for the for the uh, Cowboys – Now they're going to be on the road the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, thanks for finishing that for me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they, they are going to be on the road now. <laughs> Try to help if, out, if, bro. They, if they could be If they could be the number one seed, I think they'd be in good shape. Considering yeah. that I'll they, be in Atlanta be. next week, I cannot confirm nor deny your tomato can. <laughs> because I'll be calling be smart, that. Yeah. Don't say it now, but, uh, <laughs> but go ahead, distinguish. Well, I, listen. In in regards to Dallas, here's what ends up happening to you: when you can't stop the run on the road, because when they play with the lead. That defense with Odigizua and Lawrence and obviously Micah Parsons, when they're allowed to rush the passer and create pressures on you and that opportunistic defensive backfield that takes the ball away and, and mm-hmm. creates interceptions, when they're allowed to play that way, mm-hmm. they're as good as any team in football. But when you control the line of scrimmage, you you ultimately you take away that offense or that defensive mentality from them and they're no longer able to take the ball away from you, then all of a sudden they become a very beatable team. And you saw it with James Cook getting over almost 200 yeah. yards rushing, whatever. I mean, it was crazy. 179. Yeah, 179 yards rushing. You saw what he was able to do. And what ends up happening to you when you lose that possession battle, you start, and I've been there, you're on the sideline going, shoot, we've only had X number of possessions. We're only going to get, you know, in this Start half, we may only go, yeah, you only get, we may get only four more possessions. And so then, as a play caller, you know what happens to you? You start going, well, we got to throw it every down. Mm. And ultimately, mm. you put yourself behind the eight ball doing that. And that's the Dallas Cowboys. When they go on the road, they don't stop the run. And then offensively, they fall apart because they get out of rhythm. They averaged almost five and a half yards a carry. Dallas did. Right. Rushing the ball. 
but they had no it. opportunities to do yeah. it because uh. they couldn't stop the other opponent. Mm. So I, you know, Mondays we tend, and Brew tries to caution against this often, uh, treating the NFL like college right. football. And I, the Cowboys have been awesome for two months. Since they lost to the Niners, at home, I, no, I understand, but they, some of they obviously haven't been at home the whole time. And I thought even in the road loss to Philly, I thought they played really well for the bulk of that game. And so I don't want to overreact to what the, the giant proclamations about this team or about this quarterback, who I felt was the overwhelming quarterback MVP, if you will, going into the week because of a bad game. Especially because I think next week they're going to go on the road against Miami and win that game. A team that likes to run the ball and be on the and on the road and quiet some of these things. So I don't think the overall quality of the Cowboys, my opinion of that, has not changed much by the fact that they, like every team in the league except for really San Francisco, has not been able to you know string together more than two months of great football. What I will say is. Their Super Bowl chances took a massive hit yes. yesterday because of the reality sure. of their chances of getting the one seed are close to zero now. Their chances of winning the division, they need a true Philadelphia collapse. Now, not necessarily a collapse. They, they need Philadelphia to either lose twice or lose to the Giants, and the Cowboys win out the rest of the way. And maybe collapse. that's possible. Maybe it's not. And if they're the five seed, it is hard to see the Cowboys winning against Tampa. In, in, and then that's go, hard. Well, no, the, the that, sequence, not going, the sequence right. would be you have to go to Tampa, right. then probably have to go to San Francisco, yeah. and then have to go to either uh, Philly or Detroit. Right. Yeah. Like they, yeah. What, yeah. Does this say something to you about a team though that is so good but is bad on the road? Does that say I, something to you about mentality well, or maturity? Uh, mentality or and this understanding of, of who you are and what you have to do to win when you go on the road. You have to change your you have to change your way of thinking. We can't do things that we do at home on the road. Crowd noise, defense that you're playing against. So sometimes you have to pare down your menu. Mm. So when you try to go with your whole menu on the road, oftentimes it just doesn't work. Sometimes you go into a situation saying, you know what, we're gonna take out all our seven step drops and we're gonna take out some of the other things that we mm. do, and we've got to pare that down. So then you have to be really good at executing the simple. And, and, but to your point, I mean, think about Detroit. They go into Chicago the other day, and, and I called that game. They laid an egg. They did yeah. not play well. Their best players didn't play well. They flipped that around six days later against the Broncos, who were hot, and absolutely just them. absolutely stir comp. I, I also think, just quickly, there are elements of that for the Cowboys are a team that if they get even just ahead by one score, and they are can pass rush and do things. They look great. I wonder how much of this game was impacted by the first drive. Dallas gets a stop, a boneheaded uh, personal foul mm-hmm. plus a flop gives them three into seven instead of three. And then the next drive they got to stop again, the and they the run point. into the punter. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, instead of having given up three points, they've given up fourteen, and now they're playing uphill the rest of the game. All right. On the other side of the ball, the Bills won without a Superman game from Josh Allen. Seven completions. 95 yards, but he did have two TDs. James Cook had 221 total yards from scrimmage. Here's Josh post game. I don't think I threw the ball that many times, which, again, I don't just get it done. Let's just find a way to win. And, um, you know, felt like the, the kid that didn't do anything in the class project but got an A. Um, but again, like, I'll do this 10 times out of 10 times, man. Eight and six. They're going to have to be 11 and 7 to make the playoffs. So they can luck. do it. Or 11 and 11 6, and pardon six. me. Like, listen, I think they're dangerous. I think yesterday, if I were a Bills fan, it would have been very bittersweet. 
because you would have seen the realization of what your team maybe could be. And by the way, I'm not saying that should be the Bills' game plan every game. They have a guy who can be an A-plus at quarterback, so you don't want to take the ball out of his hands. But they've operated this entire year as if that game's not available to them. That being a, you know, being a team that controls the line of scrimmage, mm. dominates on defense, runs the ball, that they don't have the ability to do it. So even when Josh was going through his ups and downs, we're just going to live or die right. with him. I still think the math is against them. I still think in order to make the playoffs, they have to win the division. They have to win out the rest of the way. And I don't believe that this team is going to be able to do that. I do think, but why, through, but why not? Because I, cause this, is, this is where I get frustrated about the Bills. They were called going into this game, I heard it, on two, on two pregame shows, maybe the hottest team in the league. They went into this game on a one-game winning streak that they didn't even play well in the second half of that game. People know because they have this in them, they want to believe they're going to string together six straight great weeks. They beat the Here's Chiefs what I, and the Cowboys. You don't think yes. they can beat the Chargers no. and the Patriots? No, I know because can, I've seen them lose they? to New England. I've seen them lose the to the Jets. Jets. I've seen them lose to Denver. Okay, I've, let me just say this. If they went out and they end up, what would their – Record be 11, 11 and 6. And six. If they, they went the out in 11 and 6, it's not parody, it's mediocrity. If they went out and are 11 and 6, they're going to the playoffs. Yes, yeah. I agree. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, they're, yeah. Going, they're going to the playoffs. I would say this about Josh Allen, and this game was just, this game cemented this for me, is that you've got to take your quarterback off the high dive. You can't have him play four quarters on the high dive because he's going to make mistakes. And this proves to me that you can do some things differently so that I'm not saying that he only throws the ball 15 times a game, but I'm saying instead of throwing it 45 times a game, you can bring it down to 32 or 35 times a game, and you can take him off that high dive so he's not on there 24-7. And if you do that, it's amazing what it does not only for your run game, what it does for your defense on the other side, the complementary nature of that. Like That's that's the way they have to play. And and he puts himself on the high dive a lot. of course you know, he with does. his recklessness. I, one of the most encouraging things I saw yesterday was early in the game when he threw a couple of passes away. Just He didn't try to make the Superman play. He just threw it away. It wasn't there, and he lived to see another day. Nick, they, look, I'm with you in that they're so inconsistent. All right? I don't know. I think they'll, they should beat the Chargers in their next game, and then they should beat Miami too, I believe. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised knowing the Bills if they lost one of those games. But they're capable because, remember, I always say it, last year, start 6-1, and one, beat the Chiefs, finished with seven straight wins to end the season. So they are capable of going on a run. And then for some reason in the playoffs, they look terrible. See, even in the win against uh, Skylar Thompson but, and, uh, and Miami. I even think, though, last year, the, we because if, if you remember, I, well, obviously you remember, the DeMar Hamlin game was the second last week of the 16th, year. It felt like they were. It was early, but it felt like Cincinnati was controlling that game when Agreed. Cincinnati then beat Agreed. them a couple weeks later. My, the, you seem surprised by my take. The point I'm making is we have had how, three years now, four years now, of Josh Allen as, you know what I mean, a fully formed quarterback, the mm-hmm. 2020 season to now. The next time he put he and this team put together two months of great football in a row will be the first. It is incredibly hard to do, and that's what they need to get into the playoffs. To get into the playoffs, they need a month and a half of excellent So you football. think they're going to lose to Miami? Is I think that they are. I, here's what I think. I think that the playoffs are going to start and the Bills aren't going to be in it. Okay. That's what Ooh. I think. They're going to roll they, the Chargers. They lost, the fact that they lost to New England, you would think they're going to beat them this time. I just watched the Patriots. You picked the Patriots 
On Friday, to beat a better team. Yeah, but then I saw firsthand. <laughs> we have lost our spirit. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Chiefs beat the team of the century. But a happy day for the Wilds family. Why would family this be the highlight? Was marred by yet another <laughs> Kadarius Tony miscue. Sorry, they didn't play the a perfect one game. A perfect game? Sorry, yeah. That Otherwise, it would have been a perfect game. Let's see how Mahomes Chiefs, feels. Yeah. Let's see how Mahomes yeah, feels about it. Yeah, he expects perfection. Okay, so do I. Why? I'm not out here making excuses okay, for whatever, everybody like you. Whatever. Here's Andy Reid. Let's not, see how he feels about it. We'll see how things go. I'm, I'm not down on Tony. Um, he does some good things, man. So. We just got to keep – he's a young guy, Adam, so we're, we're not talking about somebody that uh, has been in this league a long time. Okay. Yeah. So Mahomes is upset. I'm upset. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid's upset. You want to make excuses no, for I, people. No, listen, you guys, that people. side of the table, Brew thought it would be a 10-3 to game, and Wilds uh, the, the, Wild thought the Patriots would win outright. I was promoting a fight. No, that basically. is – hold on. Don't, don't do that. You thought that you gave a long ex- <laughs> rationale as why the Patriots would win. Talked about Buddy, the we Chiefs. won two games. W- we're we're trying to get the number one seed. Wilds. You can't be out here that w- proud that you beat w- us. Wilds. Well, that, that's what? what's disconcerting is, is Nick, you're out here acting like y'all were awesome. It was a nice win coming off two losses, but the problems that I, we all looked at going into the game persist. I am not acting like anything except for that you two should be account right, but wild. Certifiable. You, yeah, you guys are going to drive me crazy. Did, hold on, Brew. Did you or did you not all week? Explain how the Patriots had the best defense in the NFL for a month. I said hottest. Okay. Did you or did you not say the Chiefs offense had gone from mediocre at the beginning of the season to downright bad? Boring and boring and bland. Yesterday, did they take mercy on you to not score 35? Yeah, we weren't hot anymore. We got hot. We turned back into a pumpkin. So here is – so Stink. I'm just going to talk to Stink for a moment. Do you think Kadarius Tony, that was like great? That's not going to be an issue? What I think is that Brew asked all year for the Chiefs to have one guy step up. And whether people want to admit it or not, Rasheed Rice has. Rasheed Rice has been excellent. We can show you the numbers. Yes. Ten he, yards per Brew, catch he's gonna, is excellent. Brew, he's good. Hold on. He's fine. I mean, okay, Brew, he's, he's going to be I good mean, in the future. He's fine. Okay, he's going to have 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns this season. That's good. That is not good for the future. They That's good for right now. Games. Brew, he's going to have better numbers than Juju, and you thought losing Juju was the death of the team. Wilds no, on the other I'm hand. just looking at the fact that they he, were much better last the, year. He, I look, Rasheed has been fine, but a number one receiver right now? He's averaging 10 yards per catch. He that is, is not very he impressive. He has been, by any metric, better than any receiver on the team that you believe is going to win the AFC. Because I don't believe they, the, but I don't believe their receivers are a weakness. In the, fact, I, I don't want to get the Ravens, but OBJ is starting to play okay. better, even though he didn't this I, weekend. Th- this I mean, is th- what this is what I think everyone's miss. This is what I think everybody's misunderstanding about the Chiefs. The problem, as why this is a Wilds point about the Vikings earlier in the year, that he was right about. It is. Just the turnovers. I know. And the fact that we can show you the numbers, they are one they are the fourth worst in the league in plus minus. The teams tied or worse than them are combined twelve and thirty. This is the best record of any team with this bad of a turnover differential in the last decade. That's what we're so 
No, I don't think it is what you guys are saying. Because you're saying the offense is broken. No, I'm saying that we're saying the wide receivers are broken. We're saying that Kadarius Tony had a play that reverberated around the sports universe. Mm -hmm. And then with 920 in a game that's certainly in hand, he gives the ball to us and we immediately score a touchdown. You send a fresh tweet that I get to respond to. I say, oh, that looked like another touchdown for the Patriots. And 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 all of a sudden, it's it's, it's a little close. I was trying to beat traffic. I had to stay. And I I guess the, the point that I would make is if all week long I heard from that side of the table how the Chiefs can't score. If a game they took knees to not score 35, and your guy's answer is, but it still wasn't pretty enough, one might not think enough. It's you, one, one might think you guys have an evaporating goalpost here. But I guess we'll see. Mahomes is unhappy. Andy Reid's unhappy. I'm unhappy, and you're thrilled. That's my only issue. Look, that's fine. They scored 27 points against a good defense. But to come up here and act like all of a sudden there's no problems with that offense is ridiculous. They they still have a receiver problem. problem. The problem is when you get into it, when you're playing a team that can be competitive with you. Yes. And, like, I I like Rice. And, obviously, Travis Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to ever do it. Um, The issue becomes, though, they lead the league in wide receiver drops and drops and the turnover issues. And if you get into a game where you're playing a good team, I still think offensively, I think Mahomes, and, and I hate to say this, but I think Mahomes is a freaking unicorn. Um, the guy is amazing. Yeah. And I think offensively, especially with Pacheco, the way he runs, because he runs angry, yeah. I, think you've, I think you've got what it takes if you don't turn the ball over. Right. And if you don't drop the ball, I think you have an opportunity to be as good as you've been. I, I, I agree that's, with that. That's where the, I'm at with that. The, the point I am making is, if in a game without their starting left tackle, without their starting running back, against the hottest defense in football, while making two critical mistakes, you're rolling your eyes at well, your don't, own so, I don't tape. Know, we don't have anybody the, healthy, the, so I just the, don't want to do, oh, like, it's next man no, up. No, We're no, in week 15. No, I don't want to go. I got I don't it. Have the, I, Wilds, I got it. Okay. But you guys but you guys had the same defense over the last month that you told me all week was the hottest in football. Yeah, we were hot. The Chiefs, without two of their key offensive players, while making these critical mistakes, it's not like they all of a sudden played a clean game, yeah. scored at will, and you guys are saying, ah, didn't like it. This is why, Wilds. I'm saying this is Kadarius Tony having giving up, uh, coughing up another ball in Mahomes, being so very upset in the fourth quarter okay. is an issue. This is, why the, this is why the mayor of Kansas City had this to say to you, and we have more. This is not. Actually. Look, this is why. Kevin it's hard Wilds, truth. You have been excommunicated from Houston. <laughs> you know what? Wilds, I got I, he got the freaking mayor. The mayor. Yeah, you're done. You're I don't hear it from Stone Street. It's not official. (laughs) (laughs) That was earlier in the show. Wilds trying to push off. Well, luckily, Eric Stone Street. Eric Stone Street. Please. Hello, Kevin Wilds. Wait, what? (laughs) You've been excommunicated from Chief's Kingdom. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Now the it's official. Yeah, you know what? Wow. I don't hear it from Tech Nine. Not a question. <laughs> <laughs> I got Umbro World for tomorrow. That's pretty good. Wow. Uh, coming up, are the Eagles impressive. on? That was pretty wow. good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to a hot show. Subscribe to our podcast when you get a chance and our YouTube channel, Mr. Beast. 
We are gaining on you. No, uh, we're not. We are. He's, he's gained more than us. I don't think he has. He's spread it out. Medal's time. Uh, theory here from Chaz NBA, who I watch. Jordan Poole falls down, so there's a little pile of his own sweat there uh, on the top of the key, and then he falls on his own sweat. That's Jordan Poole's highlight. Tough year for Jordan. Uh, we, we're not even at Christmas yet, yeah. so Suns win by four. Not enough for a medal. Bronze medal, Carl Anthony Towns, 40 and 12. And a nice win for the continually more than frisky yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves this weekend. Silver medal, Keegan Murray hmm. started the game 12 of 13 from three, finished 12 of 15 for 47 points, and then a gold. I was going to give Keegan the gold, but then Ramsey said he'd never speak to me again if Jalen Brunson didn't <laughs> get the gold. Jalen, 56 and 9. Wilds, did you know Brew used to cover his dad? It's a Rick. great video. Yeah. Of what you would call Rick Brunson and Rick Brunson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> training Jalen. It's really pretty. There cool. is the medal stand from this week in the Associate. Uh, Eagles in Seattle tonight. Mystery around the game. Will yeah. Jalen be healthy enough to play after literally flying solo to the game? He Probably some other people on the plane, but he didn't fly with the team. Uh, and is the Eagles defense going to be any better now that Matt Patricia is on the play? Matt Patricia is a good defensive coordinator. Based on what? What Based, I don't know, a handful of rings for the Patriots. He's okay. I'm excited about this move, though. As what? a guy that picked the Eagles to get to the Super Bowl and actually win it. What, Matt Patricia? Uh, Desai was not getting it done. Yeah. And I, I don't think much of Matt Patricia as a head coach yeah. or an offensive coordinator, Facts. but a defensive coordinator, that's in his okay. wheelhouse. So I, I, I'm looking forward right, some, to seeing listen, this tonight. Philly that's fans my all offseason blamed the Super Bowl on Jonathan Gannon, and now all this season they've blamed everything on Desai, mm-hmm. and what now soon they'll seen. blame things on Matt Patricia. Guys, outside of your front four – you don't have the horses on that defense. Now, luckily, out, you so. might be playing Drew Locke. And against Drew Locke, you don't need horses. You might not need Colts either. You just need a little. So, I, if Geno doesn't play, this is a very tough spot to see Seattle winning. A block tomorrow prediction. What? Brew, are you ready to change your He's been ready. Pick? In... Oh, watch the game. No, watch well, the game tonight. Well, I am it. riding with the Eagles. Okay, but we'll see what happens Here's tonight. the problem. Now I'll give my analysis. Here's the problem for you. I'm riding with the Eagles. Their best win as of late came against a team you now call a tomato can. Yeah, when they're on that the road. is a bit disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> they actually up next. struggled yeah. with them in Philly. That, that does.